It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. You know very well who you are Don't let them hold you down Free for the stars You had a goal, but not that many Cause you're the only one I'll give you
housekeeping out of the way. Don't forget, if you're not following the show um, already, please do so. Blogtalkradio.com forward slash LL Sports 2. Make sure to click the follow link. Make sure to activate your email, otherwise your na- uh, name and number will not be counted. And then also don't forget to share the video on Facebook Live. All right, y'all. So we have a lot to talk about. You already know basketball. It's time. It's down to the nitty-gritty. Yes, it is. Eastern Conference Finals. Western Conference Finals, we're going to talk about our picks. We got the ladies joining us. You already know how it is. So, um, what, oh, will there be a new powerhouse in the NBA in New Orleans? We will talk about the NBA lottery. Uh, like I said, the, the Conference Finals are here, but we do have to backtrack just a little bit. In the words of 50, just a little bit. Hey, just a little bit. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Jukebox Judy in the house. What's going on, Aunt Karen? I see you in the house, Chi-Town representing. But Houston, we do believe they have a problem. Gary, what's going on with you? I see you in the house. So, you know, we have to do, we have to go back to, to bring you forward, okay? So let's go ahead. We're going to jump into do and jump into it now. We'll do the NBA recap. Then we're going to go to a break, and then we're going to bring in the ladies. I know you like hearing the ladies because I love talking to the ladies. So let's go ahead. Let me get you know how we have to set it up. Let me give y'all a little bit, just a little bit of what they listen to. Anytime I play my music on, you know, Facebook Live, they try to monitor me. They try to censor your girl. Don't they know I can't be censored? You can't put baby in the corner. Here we go. Let's talk about it. So let's wrap up the divisional, um, the semifinals, I should say. So the Bucks, we already know, they took care of business, a gentleman's sweep against the Boston Celtics. They wrapped that up four to one. I won't go into too much detail. But of course, Andrew DeCumpo, he was his usual self, 20 points, eight rebounds, eight assists, two steals, and two blocks. So for the Milwaukee Bucks, this is their first Eastern Conference Finals since 2001. 18 years ago, y'all. Yes, that's the last time they even sniffed the Conference Finals. And then the Bucks bench, <laughs> the Bucks, the Bucks bench outscored the Celtics bench by 51 points in that series. Okay, for Boston in Game uh, Game Five, Irvin only had 15 points. Uh, Morris 14 points. They're the first team to win the first five postseason games and then lose the final four, final four games. So, Boston, what will happen with them now? Will Kyrie Irving return? <clears throat> what happened to the Celtics? A lot of people say that it was coaching, the fact that um, the coach tried to insert uh, Brandon Hayward into the lineup, to the to the starting lineup, with him having that injury last season, and we all know that the Boston Celtics made it to the Eastern Conference Finals last season, so it's kind of like, okay, well, if it's not broke, don't fix it. We know that you have these two powerhouses, two superstars on your roster, but, you know, it's just like, okay, is the grass always greener on the other side? Because you see what happened. You went with your money, man, and now you're sitting at home. So we'll have to see what happens with Boston this upcoming season. But again, Kyrie Irving, one of the premier uh, players that is set to, you know, be a free uh, free agent and, and test the market. So I don't think um, – I think we would be surprised if we saw Kyrie Irving return to the Celtics. But I tell you one thing, Rozier, I don't think he'll be in a Celtics uniform next season either. He was very vocal after the loss, just saying that Boston didn't utilize his talents, which they didn't. Uh, you know, they were trying to – Insert Hayward, insert Kyrie, 
and just kind of put him in in uh, put him where he fits, like a puzzle piece. So, as again, we see how that worked out for them, booted in the semifinals. All right. So now we do have Milwaukee, number one seed, moving on to the Eastern Conference Finals. What's going on, Maurice? Kelly Johnson in the house. I see y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show tonight. All right, then we have the 76ers and the Raptors. Can we talk about Ka- Kawhi? Kawhi Leonard. And we were just talking about this last week. No emotion. Thought the boy was a robot. Thought he might have had, you know, some special needs. I didn't know. Not to- Nothing wrong with it, but I mean, the boy just showed no emotion. But he showed some emotion in Game 7. That is going to go down as a classic. I don't care what anybody says. And for those of you who didn't watch it, where have you been? YouTube it. That's all I'm going to say. But if you haven't seen it, then you're living under a rock. But Kawhi Leonard, he put in 41 points, 8 rebounds, and 3 assists. Ibaka, 17 points, ditches and all. Uh, Siakam, 11 points. Lowry, 10 points. Uh, let me tell you, Lowry is beginning to remind me of Chris Paul. I know he's supposed to be the floor general, but can can we can you show up in the big game? We need you. Do we have to put the Batman symbol out in in the atmosphere in the stratosphere? But Lowry, ten point six rebounds, six assists. I mean, he was consistent, consistently. APB, Lowry, can I see you? Where you at? But um, but Leonard, he did his thing, though. And then he had the buzzer-beating shot. Time expired. He hits the three. You couldn't, have, you couldn't have scripted it any better. Hits the rim four different times and then falls in. And the crowd goes, wow! It was beautiful. And I ain't even a Raptors fan. Only thing I hated that Drake could, could celebrate. Okay, moving on. <laughs> so, yeah, so um, Toronto beat the 76ers in seven games, beating them 92-90. to 90. Joel Embiid, talk about an ugly crier. I'm really not going to get on him because I've never played in a game seven, but I can only imagine the intensity, what all goes into preparing for an NBA season. You finally get to this point. Did they really think they were going to be the Raptors? But they could have. They really could have if they would have came with their A game every single, you know, every single game. But Joel Embiid, see, this is what you get for calling people, what did he call uh, the Henderson dude, irrelevant, or he didn't know about him. You know, he he was nowhere on his radar. Okay, well, you might want to humble yourself. Get a piece of that humble pie, Joel Embiid. Because you can't just, you know, when the shoe is on the other foot. What's going on, Trees? I see you in the house. When the shoe is on the other foot, I bet, uh, well, nobody can really say that they don't know who Joel Embiid is. I know I'm exaggerating a little bit, but come on now. You, you just, you need to take winning a little bit better so that when you lose, maybe it doesn't hurt as much. I don't know. I could be wrong. But he's just an ugly crier. That's what I do know. Okay? Let's <laughs> see. Gary says you can't talk. <laughs> exactly. Uh, quote, Gary says, you can't talk blank and cry. Exactly. Very well said there, Gary. Thank you for that. <laughs> All right, so then Reddick, um, he had 17 points. Will he return with the 76ers? Jimmy Butler, we know that he's a free agent this year, so will he be returning back to the Sixers? Um, Tobias Harris, 15 points, and Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons announced that he's going to go um, this summer and play in the Australian League. Does that mean he's going to find his jump shot? Is he going to find more consistency? There's one thing that I do not like about some of these – High-profile NBA players. It's like they play when they want to, and then, but when it's when it's crunch time, you know, it seems like they're just nowhere to be found. 
And I, I don't know how I felt about his lack of emotion after losing Game Seven. It's like, okay, well, you know, well, maybe we'll, we'll be. No, it's like we'll be back next season. Okay, you don't really know that. Look at all the, the look at all of the, the players that thought that they would get back, knew that they would get back, knew that they would win championships, and they are sitting at home reminiscing on the love they had. I'm not going to do it, Janelle. I'm not going to do it. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to your girl, TJ, tonight on LL Sports 2. All right, but I want to hear your thoughts, though. Hit me up. What's going on, Nehru? I see you in the house. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show. We're doing a recap of the NBA playoffs, getting through the semifinals so I can bring you up to the conference finals. All right. I'm going to save them for last. You know I like talking about them last. Save the best for last. But the Trailblazers, they they extended their season. Talk about motivation. Motivation. Better get on your job. I couldn't I couldn't help myself there, Janelle. <laughs> but the Trailblazers, they took the Nuggets out in seven games, beating the Nuggets 100 to 96. The Joker, he is, he is going to be a force to be reckoned with um, in Denver. So just happy for happy for the Denver Nuggets. Um, don't think that this is going to be our last time seeing them. I think they will continue to make noise um, in the Western Conference. But I think, I don't want to say that they're evenly stacked, but I think the West and the East, we see the powerhouses that are emerging, and there are quite a few, so I'm happy to see that. Uh, LeBron who? LeBron what? LeBron where? I forgot LeBron was even, uh, he's just in the words of what's that girl's name? Well, I ain't even going to say it. That's why I can't think of my name. But anyway, but yeah, I totally forgot about LeBron. And that's a good thing. That means we're having a changing of the guard, okay? There is some new talent stepping up in the NBA, and I don't know about you, but I am excited. All right. So, yeah, so the uh, Denver Nuggets, they fell to the Trailblazers. So now we – no, can't talk about it yet. Sorry. Getting so excited. Okay. Portland advances. To, the, to their first Western Conference Finals in, since 2000. So one is 2001, one is 2000, 19 and 18 years respectively. Okay, let's go ahead and get to it because you see I want to get to it. Houston and, and, and Golden State. I'm quiet for a reason. I don't know where to go first. CP3, James Harden, you're at home at Houston. There's no Kevin Durant. Everyone's healthy. I'm just trying to think of all of the reasons why the Houston Rockets should be advancing to the Western Conference Finals. I don't know. It could be me. I I could be in La La Land. I could be just imagining that the Houston Rockets should be in the Western Conference Finals. The stack, I mean, the, the deck was stacked for Houston to make it. Could they have beaten the Warriors with Durant? Of course they could, because they almost did it last year. Why did they lose? Everybody says, everybody thinks, because CP3 went out in game six. What, CP3, he was suited up game six, right? Yes, yes. B.J. Tucker, yes. Uh, Gordon, yes. James Harden, at home. (laughs) Again, no Kevin Durant. What is wrong with Houston? I cannot wait to get the ladies on because I, ha- I I want to hear their thoughts. This is the question I'm going to pose. I want to hear from you. I'm going to pose it to the ladies. Will, will the Houston Rockets ever win a championship? Better yet, will James Harden 
with the Houston Rockets win a championship? What is missing? What do they need to do? I'm going to leave it right there because I want to talk to the ladies when they come in about that. But I want you to hit me up. 347-826-7924. You can hit me up on the phone line or you can hit me up right here on the timeline. Talk to me. What's, what? Houston, we seriously have a problem. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to your girl TJ tonight. All right, y'all. So let's go ahead and move on. Martha, move on to the Western Conference Finals and the Eastern Conference Finals because they are set. Western Conference, Warriors, Trailblazers. Trailblazers, will they, are they going to put up a fight? I, I, don't really, I don't think I really cared who came out of uh, the, the Denver uh, Trailblazers series. Um, I, I really don't think the absence of Kevin Durant is going to have too much of a swing either way because the Warriors reminded us we won before Kevin Durant arrived. Yes, the team is a little bit older. Yes, the key factors, you know, your Iguodala's, um, your Livingston's, they're a little bit older. Iguodala is not as uh, dominant as he was, you know, three years ago, four years ago, but they still have a presence about them. They are still the champions. So we we still must give them their respect. And anytime you want to count out Steph Curry, he's going to drop 30, uh, 30 on you. And it seems like the second half is starting to be his bread and butter. Zero points in the first half of game six against the Rockets, and then the brother put down 34. Last night, 33 points. He had, uh, what, 20-something in the in the second half. So uh, say what you want to about the Warriors, but I don't think missing Kevin Durant is really going to be a problem. But, again, I, what I've learned throughout these playoffs, you cannot get too high, you cannot get too low after game one. So I'm going to kind of reserve my overall thoughts for this series after game two, which will be tomorrow night. But let's talk about it. Tonight, game one, Eastern Conference Finals, number one Milwaukee Bucks against the number two Toronto Raptors. This is the matchup I have been waiting for. I cannot wait to see Giannis go up against Kawhi Leonard and all of the surrounding pieces that make up these teams. Will Toronto take a pe- uh, take a page out of the Boston Celtics playbook and try to shut down Giannis like they did in game one of their series? But we see what happened. Coach Bud had those boys playing team ball, and before you knew it, they were skyrocketing, skyhawking, uh, skyhooking and everything, down the lane, around the lane, through the lane, uh, over the over the uh, over the valley and through the woods. You know what I'm trying to say. Little Red Riding Hood, where'd you go? Where you going? And where's the big bad wolf? <laughs> oh, the big bad wolf is in Milwaukee. I'm telling you that right now. And this is going to be a matchup. I'm telling you, if you're not excited about this, you're not excited about basketball. What's going on, everybody? My and Karen says, if the Warriors win again, I'm done. <laughs> not you done, ain't Karen? But see, now you see how how people felt when the Bulls were winning. Oh, the Bulls. See, I had to rock my Bulls shirt today. I don't think I've, I've worn Bulls paraphernalia all season long. You know why? Because we suck. We're irrelevant, okay? There's no sense in talking about people that aren't doing anything, whether they're my team or not. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it again still. Okay. But I am rocking my Bulls paraphernalia, though. At least I could say I wore it one time. All right. Season's almost over. <laughs> to Grandma House we go. Yes, that's it. Thank you, Gary. Gary's my savior tonight. All right. So, again, Bucks and uh, the Raptors kicks off in Milwaukee. Game one tonight. 
the Easter conference will be followed by or covered by TNT, so I'm totally excited about that. We have Chuck, Kenny, uh, Kenny the Jet, Shaq, and Ernie will be covering all of the post-prime and all that good stuff, so I love Inside the NBA. Um, they should definitely be covering all of basketball, um, just my opinion. But <laughs> who am I? Just the host of LL Sports 2 with TJ. Wednesday night, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, y'all. <laughs> so with that, we're going to go ahead and jump into a quick break. And then on the outside of this, it will be time to bring in the ladies. And guess what? The awesome foursome is back. <laughs> All right, y'all. I think that's why I'm so excited. All right, so let's go ahead. We're going to jump into our first break. I'm going to hit you up on the timeline there on Facebook. So I want to hear from you. Give me your thoughts. Give me your predictions for the series. Western Conference and Eastern Conference, uh, hit me up. What, what do you think? What's going to happen with Houston Rockets? Is it? Do they need to blow it up? Is it time for uh, D'Antoni to go? Something needs to happen, though, in Houston because it's only going to get worse. I mean, the competition is only going to get uh, more better, in the words of uh, Spike Lee, more better blues. Ah, see where I'm going? Anyway, <laughs> so let's go ahead. We're going to jump into our first break, and then we'll be back with the awesome Foursome. It's your girl TJ LL Sports 2.
Oh, it's no secret. Ladies love sports, too, with TJ. You already know they do. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to your girl TJ tonight on LL Sports 2. And I forgot to mention at the top of the show, all of my power fans, you know, I've been fiending and wanting to know they've just been leaving us in limbo. August 25th. I'm upset about that, though. They're waiting a little bit too long. Moving into football season, we all know that power is supposed to coincide with the start of the football season. The last Sunday before football is supposed to be the season finale of power. What you doing to me? What you doing? But, hey, August 25th, whatever it is, I'll be right there in front of the TV. Power, they say it is a big, rich life. Okay. All right, I'm done. (laughs) Power, August 25th. All right, y'all. So with that, it's time to bring in the ladies, the awesome foursome. They've been missing. We've had the dynamic duo. We've had the triple threat and the gleesome threesome. But tonight, we are Dynamite. The awesome foursome is back. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hello, ladies. Hey, ladies. Good evening, hey, ladies. Ladies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Welcome back, Janelle. Welcome back. Thank Janelle. you. I miss you, ladies. <laughs> I miss you, ladies. Yes, welcome back, Janelle. <laughs> What's going on? Mike Johnson in the house. Tori Fields in the house. Thank y'all so much for tuning into the show. All right, ladies. So we are back in full effect. We we got our team back together. You know, no 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 injuries here. Uh, no pulled hamstrings, aka torn Achilles. Come on now. They, mm-hmm. they, mm-hmm. We gonna put the plan. Okay, we. I want to talk about that. Not just yet. First, ladies. Uh, Okay, let's let's backtrack because I got to hear your thoughts on on Houston, um, Houston Rockets, Game Six, at home, no Kevin Durant, and they still managed to lose. Uh, who wants to go first to address what's wrong with Houston? Let me go first. Wait, I um, I told y'all when y'all said last year that if if uh, CP three had been up to par, you know they would have won it. Uh, it wasn't last year's bank. Pardon me? I said not you going in the data bank. You pulling out pulling out quotes from last year. Go ahead, Angel. I ain't mad at <laughs> Okay. But I'm just gonna say that if if, if 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 they don't they don't have Durant right now, you know, and then he went down in game five. So, you know, game six it was just the the Rockets of old, not in you know, without Durant. And uh, the way they came back in five was enough to make you want to holler. But game six was just a joke. Um, I, they have so much talent on that team, the Rockets. They're so talented. But I think their problem is they don't know how to play as a team, and they're a little arrogant, and some think they're better than others. They're just not unified. When you ain't unified, you, it, it makes a big difference. And um, but they should have taken the, they should have taken them out. I expected them to take them out. I mean, I was hoping that they didn't. But I was expecting them to take them out at least on their home home court. You know what I mean? Right. But it's just like uh, it just wasn't happening. And um, I'm just glad it's over. You know, the Rockets going to pull it out with their injuries and without KD. You know, Draymond fouling out, running his mouth too much and everything. But it was just a wonderful game. It was a wonderful game. All right. You did say that though. You did say it doesn't matter with CP3. But you were right. All right. Um, what you what? Terry, you go ahead and go, and then that way we can. Okay. Nails. Okay. Well, with Houston, I don't really know what 
what's missing there? I mean, it more like it's a coaching coaching problem, and like uh, Miss Little Sender said, that they're not working together as a team. And when you don't work together as a team, then the pieces of the puzzle just fall apart. But as far as Houston, they should have won that game, the last game. But it's just like they didn't have a sense of urgency. And also those prior two games, I just didn't see where they was really, really playing as though they wanted to win. So I don't know. In CP3, I thought he could have played better. And, and uh, James Harden, he he didn't play too well. So, but I think it's it's more of a coaching coaching problem. Mm-hmm. And they, they need to replace the, the coach, or the coach needs to step up to his game or something because they should have played better than what they played. Okay. Well, Harden had 35 points though, so he was still he he was James Harden. I cannot I cannot mm-hmm. lie on him with that because you know James Harden is good for uh, pulling a Houdini. You know, he'll show he mm-hmm. he'll disappear in big moments. But game six, he was there, 35 points. I shot 11 to 25 from the field. Um, eight rebounds, five to He even had four steals. So uh, Harden was there. I have to I have to tip my hat to him. Um, he did not shrink in in big moments, but they didn't want it. Right, he I, can't do it all by himself. You know, he can't do it all by himself. It got to be a team effort. Right, that's true. That's true. Uh, real quick, Janelle, before you hop in, and Karen says, I know the Warriors will be in the playoffs, but I'm going to sit in front of the TV with a voodoo doll. All right, Aunt Karen. Oh, You're in my the voodoo word. <laughs> Stop oh. it, Aunt Karen. Stop it. My word. Oh, no. Oh, my word. All right. I Kale. cannot believe she said that. I cannot believe she said that. I need her not to be sitting in front of TV with no voodoo doll. That's what I need. With exclamation I need her to be I, right. I need her to be prepared because I told you guys who was going to be in in the finals and who was going to the championship from the West. So here's the thing with the Rockets. I honestly feel as though. Um, CP3 wasn't up for the test. He wasn't. When you when you have a defeat, uh, uh, an emotional defeat like they had last year. Now I wasn't worried about Harden. I'm never worried about Harden because Harden is like is like Curry. He'll he'll sit there and be quiet for about two seconds until you push the wrong button, and then he's in your face with every ball he can throw. So I, I wasn't really worried about him. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't really worried about him, but I definitely was worried about CP3. But I knew that there was no way they were getting past the Warriors because when I tell you, and I and I told you guys this, it doesn't matter. They can sit two, and the other three starters can still handle it. Uh, nobody can do anything with them right now. It's going to take for that team to break up before somebody be able, are, are able to get past them. Say it, girl. Mm. Say it. Okay, you are, you carrying just a little bit too hard over there, ain't Lou? I swear I don't know what color you wearing. Blue <laughs> and yellow. Red but and no, white. she's 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 telling the truth, girl. She's telling the truth. Okay, maybe I just don't want to hear it. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> you know what? None of us want to hear it, Tina. Let's be real. None of us want to hear it. 
We are sick and tired of hearing about Golden State, but I promise you, and I told you guys this at the beginning of the season, and you said, no, no, because, you know, they got a lot of things going on. But I'm telling you, and you saw, I know we haven't gotten to that game yet, but my goodness, you saw how they shut Portland down. When I tell you that, and I told you that, it doesn't matter when when Curry goes cold, then Clay steps up. When Clay um, goes cold, then Durant steps up. When I take, they have too many weapons on that team for anybody to do anything with right now. In order for anybody to get past them, they're going to have to break that team up. And that bitch wasn't bad on game six, 33 points, but on um, the bench, that wasn't bad at all. Yeah. I'm telling you, but I the, think but the bench I, wasn't, the, the bench Warriors. didn't step up. But the bench didn't step up. You can't have. Harden and CP3 out there playing themselves because just like I just talked about how with the Warriors they the um you can sit how many ever down and and somebody cut you they have a bench that can step up and play just like the just like the starters can and the and the Rockets don't have that you cannot count on one or two people to win a game you can especially this type of serious game this kind of series you can't count on one or two people to do it she's right I agree. You sure can't. Well, I agree. I, I agree with everything you said, too, but I just think that the Rockets, they just really didn't want it. Well, no, I'm, I'm going to say this. I think that the Warriors were on a mission. I think that they knew that this was their opportunity to prove to the world, listen, we haven't went anywhere. You think that Kevin Durant has gone down? You think he might be, um, you know, handicapped a little bit? Let me show you, show you better than I can tell you. Because the expression that was on their face when they won that game on, on game six on Friday night, it was like, yeah, I'll talk to y'all new. It wasn't like, woo, you know, we, we went ahead and took care of business. It was like, mm-mm, no, y'all must have forgot. We are still the Warriors with or without Kevin Durant. So I think that the Warriors were just, on, you know, they were focused and they were on a mission. On top of the fact that Houston just can't seem to beat them. I think the coaching – um, because like you said, when when you try to contain one Warriors, you know they they have a way of being able to beat you from all different angles. But they were down a man, you know they were down one of the key men that that kind of make this motor run. But again, I just said it with or without Kevin Durant, you know the Warriors they best. Yeah. Kill all the but um, I, did hurt. you forget? Did you Hell, forget I, that Golden State won? Did you forget Golden State won championships without Durant? Did you forget no, about you that? Better say something, yeah. You better say it, girl. She's That's out there playing the night, the DJ. <laughs> they're out there to make everybody remember. Listen, before KD came, we were still champions. But I bet right. that there's nobody who can go up against um who can go up against the Warriors. But we'll talk about that when we get to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. So now I want to talk about this. Okay, well, real quick, um, but like I said, I'm going to save my thoughts about the series between the Warriors and the Trailblazers because of how bad, a.k.a. how or how bad slash how good some teams have looked in game one of a new series, and then they've come back and just been the same, same team, you know, that we've seen up until this point. But I'm going to reserve just my opinions just a little bit until I see how um, Trailblazers show up in game two. But if it's okay. a repeat, this is going to be a, a very quick Western Conference Finals. I'm just going to say that. Shout out to Sandy it's in the house. Four. Pablo, I see in the house. Carol Chambers tuning in. Uh, let's see, and Mike Johnson. I think I've seen everybody since then. 
All right, thank y'all so much for tuning in to the show tonight. Okay, so listen, I have to ask y'all. Will we will we see Kevin Durant return the playoffs? Uh, I think that he he might uh, with with his NBA. You know, when we play the for the for the championship, he might return maybe in a few in a few of those games, and maybe he might not. But I don't think he's coming back for this for the finals right now. I don't think so. Okay, and so you have them. You have the Warriors advancing to the finals. So you do believe that Kevin Durant will return for the finals. Is that what you're saying, Alu? Yeah, he might return, and, and it might be for a few games. It might not be for the whole, you know, series. But I mm-hmm. believe he might he'll be returning. Yes. Okay. Right. <clears throat> Great thought. Well, will we see Kevin Durant again in the uh, playoffs? I don't know. I agree with Miss um, Lucinda that that um, he may come back for the the finals and he may play a couple games, but I don't think he would be there for for every game. Okay. Okay. Janelle, as much as he would want to, I don't think it's number one advantageous. That's not a smart move. And two, I honestly don't think that there's even a reason for him to jeopardize his future like that because he has that type of injury that if he does not nurse it properly, that, that could be a career ender. He could injure, re-injure himself and then be done. So I, I understand that, you know, everybody would want to see him back, but I just honestly don't I, – I don't see a reason for it because they've already proved that they could win without him. And even without him, he still gets a ring. So what's the point? Right. That's true. All right. Um, let's see. Real quick, um, Maurice says Houston's problem is Dan Tony. He produces MVP, not championship. All right, you better say that, Maurice. And that is so true. Well, he gonna he gonna produce himself out of a job. Uh, let's see. And Karen says he will return. He is a warrior. Talking about Kevin Durant. Gary says yes that Kevin Durant will return. And Sandy says, I think even if he's out, I think Steph Clay and the other starters can hold it down. Okay. My answer to my question, absolutely not. We will not see Kevin Durant again in these playoffs. You know why? Because he has a point Achilles. That man is not coming back. Let me tell you. Right. game, it's going to be game time decision. Another MRI. We want to be careful. They're, they just don't want to say that he has a torn, uh, a torn Achilles. I don't know if they're ever going to admit to it, so maybe maybe they'll try to get through, especially if it's sweet. If they get through the Western Conference Finals, then maybe they'll own up to it because it'll be a little bit more obvious. But I would be shocked if we saw Kevin Durant return in these fields because I think he has a torn Achilles. And we, you, Gary says, ooh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yep. I do not think we will see Kevin Durant return. I think they are lying to us. I feel. Um, fan, uh, well, why are they like, lying to us, CJ? Why are they lying? You know, Kevin Durant is leaving the Warriors anyway, so he's just trying to. Well, you don't think nobody will pick him up? Maybe because teams still prepare as if Kevin is there. I have no idea the the premise or the reason behind it, ain't Lou? But I do mm-hmm. believe we are trying. They are trying to bamboozle us. In the uh, you okay. know NBA NBA fans of the world, I do not believe that Kevin Durant will return. Who's the bail? Yeah, I mean, but 
Yeah, it wouldn't make no sense for them to try to, you know, fool us because, uh, you know, since he, he's not going to be there next year anyway. So I would love to know what's going on with that. Unless he well, he's paying he's paying them so that they won't put that out there, but then he won't be as desirable, and, and you won't be like you know, Zion. You know that. Okay, let it me. Could be let coming me from Kevin Durant about that. It could be, but it's about it. about. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna dampen his stock at all. I mean, a Kev, a right, Kevin that's what I was, coming off Achilles injury is still better than ninety nine point nine percent of the league. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. His his injury, this is not going to uh, lessen whatever offer he gets next at mm-hmm. all because he, even with his injury, um, once he heals up, he'll be back to normal. It's, I don't yeah. see that happening. Yeah. Now, how, long did it take Kobe, <clears throat> how long did it take Kobe to heal from that? Kobe was 55 when he when he tore his Achilles. Oh, you so raggedy. Oh, you <laughs> Oh, you need to stop the team. Toby is not going to drive with you. Well, I mean, you have, you have to age basketball players for dog years. So if a dog is two, then he's 72. So in basketball years, Toby, he started the league when he was 12. When he came in the league right out of high school. Wasn't he a genius or something? Boy wonder. I'm just kidding. 15. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's she going too far to Come on now. He was like 15. But, you know, he came in the league right out of high school, so his body took a lot of more wear and tear than, you know, your regular average uh, NBA player. So, oh, technically, in basketball years, he was 50. Okay. <laughs> but he was, he was up in the service for, like, what, 30? I was talking about that. Oh, you know, I didn't appreciate Kobe after he left. I'm not ashamed to admit it. Three four seven eight. Let me just be clear. I still don't appreciate him. How about that? Well, I, I appreciate well, my him now. Son my son loves him. Uh, I was a magic fan. Magic. Magic. Yes, he was seventeen. Thank you, Maurice. And Maurice says they're doing it to protect him and hope to endure him to stay. We take care of our own. We. Who? Who is we? Maurice, I said you were a lesser man. He done got all French on me. We take care of our own mm-hmm. problems at work, but that's the play. Okay, well, Maurice, who is we? I know you're not going to say. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what is going on with TJ tonight, ladies? I don't understand. She's Maurice, Maurice pulled an Ain't Lou on me. It just, it just got wee, 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 you know, all the way home. Bonnie, yes, friends, no. I'm going to take that red shirt and chase it. Is it the red? I'm going to take the red shirt and keep it. That's my favorite color. Okay, so real quick, ladies. So, Maurice, you're saying that you are a Warriors fan. I could have sworn you were a Lakers fan. As long as I've known you, I do not recall you being a Warriors fan. But I'm speaking. Of, oh, management. Thank you. Hey, he could have pulled a. He could have pulled a Miss Lucinda because you know she flies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, I'm trying so to be nice to Miss Clary. She's getting on my nerves. Well, welcome to the club, Aunt Lucas. We, you you burn our nerves each and every week. Thank you, three four seven. 
for not supporting <laughs>
trailblazer, it could be a sweep. Yes. Okay. All right. Ain't Lou? Oh, to the west side, to the west side, to the west side. Uh, I'm thinking that we're going to sweep them. <laughs> okay, who is sweeping? Look, look, since I'm getting on everybody's nerves every week, I'm, look, look, since I'm getting on everybody's nerves every week, let me just do it right now. Go. Um, the west side, the west side. We're going to take it in four. And the bus, the bus now, I'm looking at this game right now. We might, uh, Kawhiya might come through with this thing. They might be playing the Warriors at the end. You never know. So, I can't uh, say. That Guinness, would be a shot. Guinness is yes. looking good out there, but Kawhi is looking better, people. Don't you know that? I'm watching the game, but I'm being quiet. Um, so I would say, <laughs> I'm gonna go with, the, I'm gonna go with the underdog. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say. Uh, I uh, think uh-huh. that. Uh, the Raptors will take it in probably six or seven. Okay. So you got the Raptors. Mm-hmm. And you think it's... Well, a sweep but... with the west side, west side, west side. Because okay. the best side, best side, okay. best side. So you, are you leaving more... somebody to tap you on your back. You suck. What? I'm going to need somebody to tap her on her back. She is stuck. (laughs) (laughs) So real quick, though, Lou. so are you you leaning more towards six or more towards seven? It's going to be a good series. So I'm going to go seven. We'll go completion because it's going to be a long one. The Warriors will be sitting waiting on the next team. I know that. Okay. Seven. All right. Shout out to Yvonne in the house. Thank you so much for tuning in. Sandy says, was disappointed with Lillard. I'm telling you, Lillard only had like 10 points in last night's game. So that was, uh, no, 19, I'm sorry, 19 points. They had seven turnovers. So I don't know if it was just the moment. I mean, you go from getting knocked out in the first round to making it to the West Conference Finals, I'm not sure, but you need to get a big deal. And, you know, you only got four opportunities to get it right. So you, had to, uh, you only had 12 field goal attempts in last night's game as well. Three, four, seven, eight, two, six. Seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to DJ tonight and the awesome foursome in the house. So my predictions for these series: if Portland comes out and plays like they did last night, absolutely it's going to be a sweep. But I'm hoping that they make their adjustments, and then I see this going six uh, six games. I think that Portland can get two, just because I think that the Warriors will get lackadaisical. They always seem to manage to throw away a game or two. Um, so I do see if the if the Trailblazers show up tomorrow. They can go six. If not, they will get swept. As far as the Eastern Conference, I can see this one going down to seven, and I see each team winning on their home court. However, I do believe that the Milwaukee Bucks, if it's not the whole team, Giannis Antetokounmpo is dead set. He is laser-focused. So I do not think it's going to be um, a matter of lapse of judgment or taking a night off or the Bucks just don't show up. Just from hearing this man speak at press conferences, he knows the importance of the situation he's in. He knows the, uh, that he can't take any of this for granted, and he has come win a championship. If you have not listened to this man in postseason, Giannis Antetokounmpo, if you have not listened oh, okay. to him in any of the press conferences, 
you must hear him because this brother is on a mission, and it's obvious. Even when he does his press conference after the game, like the commentators, they'll try to, like, joke or make a joke. He's like, excuse me, like, uh, what'd you say? Meaning, like, uh, keep it moving. But um, he's very focused, and I love to see that, love to see that, especially in a young player, um, you know, of his caliber. So I do see it going seven, though, just because I think that, that they're both going to be time for it, yeah. So, I think this is going to be a great series. And I just don't think the Bucks are too good in game one, honestly. I'm, I'm starting to see a pattern here, but we'll see. We shall see. Peter Johnson in the house. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yvonne says, hey, girl, watching you from London. England? What? Oh, hey, mate. Is that London? I'm sorry. I ain't been to London. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Top of the morning to you. Or is that, what is that? Irish? I don't know. Thank you, Yvonne. How about that? I'll keep it in Georgia. <laughs> oh, my word. Anyway. All right. So, Peter says, I wish Nick got Zion. What's going on, Peter? Yes, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Okay. So, let's go ahead. Thank you, Peter, for the transition. Let's move on. So, all the Knicks fans, all the Lakers fans, the edibles, the Hawks, you had two picks in the in the first round, um, or two opportunities, sorry, get the get the lottery ball to bounce away. And guess who got it? Guess who's back? The Zion. <laughs> mm, mm, I'm So, mm. oh, ladies, my question, <laughs> will this be enough for the Pelicans to keep Anthony Davis, or will he still depart? For the Los Angeles Lakers, the thought of playing with Zion Williamson—do you think that'll be enough to keep Anthony Davis? No. Okay. Well, no, he's, he's no because he's still, he, he's still. I don't know if he's going to end up with the Lakers, but he's still saying he wants to be traded. So we'll see what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. He wants okay. a championship. He wants a championship, and that's a rookie coming in there. But Zion, got the, he's, just, he's just a beautiful person, personality. Uh, he's just a young kid. Is, is, you know, I think he, he just, there's a big, bright future for him. Mm-hmm. But um, I just think that um, he wants to go somewhere else. These people need to get together. These all these free agents that's out there, they need to get together and get on the team and, 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 and come and try to beat the Warriors. That's what they need to do. Yeah, I mean, that's what they're going to have to do. Because until they dethrone mm-hmm. them, I mean, you know, they all still stand. So we we shall definitely see. I don't know. I I think that – oh, I'm sorry, Terry. What, Terry, your thoughts on will this be enough to keep? I think he – I I think he still wants to be traded. And I don't know uh, much about the, the new kid, Zion. I don't know a lot about him. Um, I just actually just heard his name um, a couple mm-hmm. of days ago. But uh, I do think uh, after the day, I think he do still want to be traded. Where he's going to go, that's in question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shout out to a kid tuning in to the show tonight. Thank you so much. And Karen says, come on with uh, Ain't Lose Larry. She says she knows that you are going to lift your warriors up. Would you just stay tuned? And Karen, we still like got about 10, 15 minutes. And then the <laughs> be doing her. God, just calm it down, calm it down. <laughs> yes. So I I do think that there's too much uh, water under the bridge 
for Anthony Davis to stay in New Orleans. Uh, I do think he may, even if it was for a split second, maybe 30 minutes, an hour, may have reconsidered because to play with a force like Zion Williamson, uh, Terry, I know you said that you don't know a lot about him. He's basically LeBron James 2.0. Okay. I mean, this man is a, he's a, he's a boy amongst men in college. Boys amongst men. I'm men's plural. Anyway, uh, he's, a, he's a boy amongst men in college. So mm-hmm. when he comes to the NBA, he is just going to. He's going I to need to right reverse here. that. What'd you say? Mm-hmm. Reverse what? He's a man. He's a man amongst boys. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know what I meant. I'm excited. Yes, yes. Yeah. He he's a man again. Um, man against boys in college, but he will be joining his fraternity when he does go to the pros. Um, and he is definitely going to but get right know, in. Just, mm-hmm, go ahead. The interesting thing is, what if he decides he doesn't want to play for the Pelicans because he still has an option to do something else if he doesn't want to play for them? True. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. He needs to, if I was him, I would find a team that has some – because I was going to ask you guys that. Uh, if if he doesn't want if it want them, can he go somewhere else? Because he might want to go, you know, to get somewhere with some great, uh, you know, better players. Well, he would have to force a trade, though, right? Uh, isn't that right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, that is correct. But we all see how the Pelicans operate. The Pelicans, you can't push the Pelicans around. If they don't want to do something, that's the reason why Anthony Davis is still a Pelican now. Because right, the, right. they weren't willing to do business with the Lakers and, and trade him, you know, during the season. So, I don't yeah, – I would not, think – Now, what do you mean, gir- girls, what do you mean? For, you say he don't have to force this trade in order to get out. What, what, break that down. What did, what did you say? I didn't hear that. Well, basically, he, he would have to force the team to trade him. Say that, you know, I'm, okay. I'm refusing to play for you. And then, you know, basically he would have to force the trade. But that's not necessarily always going to happen. Because that's what Anthony Davis right. tried this season, and it didn't work. He ended up sitting on the bench. And he then, came and played for like two games, but then he claimed he was hurt for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, if he if if he told them who he wanted to go with, that team would actually have to make moves to make it desirable for them to step up and and go ahead and release it. That's the thing. Exactly. You have to put a, put together a, a good enough package, a great enough package, to right. Be, to, you know, to, to make them want to, you know, let him go, which is what caused his demise with the Lakers because all those young guns, they felt, you know, they they learned real quick that the NBA is a business and you really can't take this person. Right. But that's why they started getting in their feelings. They're like, oh, okay, so you you don't think enough of me to want to keep me on the team? Uh, no, they're trying to get Anthony Davis, bro. You ain't no Anthony Davis, whatever you're doing. So. <laughs> Okay, so my question to you: How much do they make this when they first come in like that? Whether they first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, or seventh, like Curry was drafted. I think rookie deals are either four or five years, and they don't make a lot of money at all. Mm-hmm. Well, well compared to other rookies, they they get a nice they get a nice chunk, but they don't get nothing like their max deals if they pan out to be right that they anticipate them to be. So we're talking about hundreds of thousands as opposed to millions? No, they're making millions. Okay, no, at least one million? Uh, yeah, I would say at mm-hmm. least like 20, I think. Uh, I want to I I say somewhere in the range of either four or five million a year. But it's not like 
it's not like like she said, like with their max deals. Mhm. Okay. With those, when they max out, whew, my word. Yeah, I, I think when you, I, I can't even I, dream I, about I, making that kind of money. Mhm. No, I think when you're in the top ten, it's in the double digits. But you got to realize, so late when. When you say fifteen, sixteen million, you know that sounds like a lot, but compare that to a hundred and thirty dollar, a hundred and thirty million dollar contract. So right. the contract is so much, you know. But but the NBA again, they only have what nine players that they have in the play. Nine players are on the roster, give or take. Versus especially with football, where you have a fifty three man roster, they can afford to come in, you know, making the what we would say astronomical money, but. Mm-hmm. Players or something. Go ahead, Terry. Your question. Oh, my question is the, the the guy that you all talk about, the new guy. Now, is was that his the Pelicans his number one pick, or did they pick they pick him? Because when I saw it on the news the other day, it looked as though he did not select that team, or that was not his number one pick. But they mm-hmm. picked him, so I'm confused about. What? Well, last night was just the lottery pick. So basically all we found out was what team will be picking at what number. And actually, let me just run through that real quick here. So as we just mentioned, the Pelicans, they won the lottery, and they will be picking number one okay. overall in the NBA draft next month. Um, they had a 6% chance of winning the number one spot, and they won. So the Pelicans will be picking first, uh, Grizzlies second, the Knicks third, Lakers fourth. So it was, I think, like a 10, 16% chance, I think, that the Lakers would end up within the, with the top four. Because the only, um, you only play the lottery, so to speak, where you put the balls in with, with the uh, team logos are on there, you only do that for the top four. Uh-huh. Everybody else just pick a card. They pick a card out of a, out of a bowl. So the Lakers will be picking fourth. Cavaliers fifth. Sun. <laughs> My Bulls are picking seventh. We picked seventh last year. See how they went for it. The Hawks pick eighth. Uh, the Wizards pick ninth. And then the Hawks also pick tenth because they got a, a trade via the Mavericks <clears throat> during the season with, um, uh, what was what's the name? You know, Donkey? Um, with the Mavericks? Uh, no, you always do that. Um, Donkey. I know. Yeah. It's What's okay. Name I promise it's okay. <laughs> I just think Dunkin' Donuts when I think it. It's spelled, yes, you do it all the time. It's spelled, it looks like it should say that, but the C is actually sounds like a C-H. Dauntage. It's Dauntage, yes. Okay. Uh, Captain Dauntage. D, how about that? So he, how uh, about wow. that's right. The Hawks are picking 10th. Then the Timberwolves 11th, Hornets 12th. 13th, and then the Celtics pick 14th. They got a, uh, they got a, their pick via trade with the Kings. So that's okay, the top so. 14 for for next uh, for the okay. draft coming up. Now, what's I going on, Rob? What the scale is for this year? in the house. What's going on? Ain't I don't, I don't know. How about what? Thank you I don't know what the scale is for this year, but I know last year I pulled up the rookie scale for last year. Um, one more thing that I wanted to tell Ms. Lucinda, because I don't think she realizes, you know, Zion actually has the option if he doesn't want to play that he can just go ahead and go back to Duke too. Because he, um, because he actually didn't finish school, he could still go back. 
But the scale from last year, the number one pick, first year salary was $5.8 million, second year 6.9, third year 8.1, and it goes down from there. Only the top 30 players in the draft um, are guaranteed at least a million for their first, second, and third year. After that, the scale drops to um, the scale drops to baseline, which is like um, le- uh, less than making that million a year. So literally, whoever I can't remember who was the first. Yeah, the top thirty, one through thirty. So the guaranteed rookie scale, the first the first player actually their first year salary was five point eight. The second year was six point nine, and the third year was eight point one million. Okay. Okay. So that's thank you for that information. And for let's be clear, for an eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one year old, that's still a whole lot of money. It is. It really is. Right. But how how much does that add up to? So that's more than what I'm making. You you better know it ain't (laughs) more than I'll even see. No, I'm not going to say that. I don't know that. I don't know what's going on. Oh, my word. I can't even be I walked off the bank for the same. How are you doing this, Jackson? Oh, wow. For the three years, it's like $20 million for the three years. And then for that fourth year, um, the team actually has an option to um, give them a raise over right. for that fourth year, anywhere between 20, 26 to 30%, depending okay. upon, I guess, how they do. And then that's when uh, that's when that uh, the next contract kicks in. Right, when they have the option to go for that max. Okay, yeah. Right. So, yeah, so I was thinking of it in, I guess, more terms of their, their total contract, not to break down per year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, um, and then plus, yeah, it don't you matter. know, it's that, just like one, two, and, and three. Well, probably top five, you know, once they get their endorsements and all that kind of stuff, you know. Right. They tend to be in, you know, in that, in that double-digit range for the first year. But that is coming from endorsements, right. not NBA contracts. That's true. Yeah. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to your girl TJ tonight and the awesome foursome in the house. We are back in full effect. All right, ladies. So real quick, I got some NBA news um, and notes here. Just want to get a quick opinion on there. So the seventy six, they are bringing back Coach Brett Brown. Um, saying that um, he um, that was according to uh, Woes Wojnarowski of ESPN. Do ladies see any problem with the seventy sixers? bringing Coach Brett Brown back? I don't, because I think that at the end of the day, you know, it's just you got outplayed. Um, who say that shot would have went in, and who say that, you know, they took it to a game seven. Um, and Toronto, I believe, is the more talented team. So <clears throat> I really don't have a, a problem with 76 bringing back Coach Brett Brown. Neither do I. I, I think that that's a good move for them. I think it's a good yeah, move for them. Okay. All right. Oops, I think we lost St. Louis. She'll be back. Okay, and then this was the the one that makes you just scratch your head. But Los Angeles Lakers, are they trying to be in in a fit of irrelevancy? I don't know, but they can't be irrelevant. I mean, they have LeBron James. So the Los Angeles Lakers, they have gone out and hired Frank Vogel as their new coach with contingency. So Frank has to allow the Lakers organization to put his staff together. And a member of his staff will be one Jason Kidd. Jason um, Kidd. Yeah, yes. But do you know? 
Oh, hold on, let me just, let me just finish this real quick now. So he's supposed to be on a three-year deal, but he has to make um, Jason Kidd his main lead assistant, a.k.a. grooming him to take over his job. Okay, go ahead. No. Okay, thank you for saying that, because you do know that that was why um, Lou, James's old coach, turned mm-hmm. it down because they were trying to force him. They were trying to tie his contract literally to James's contract. They were trying yep. to only give him a deal that was going to last up to the point where James's old, uh, current contract is done. And he still had to hire Jason Kidd. Dude, what you doing, Bob? What you doing? Hey. What are you doing? How you gonna how you gonna force me? No, I don't need this job like that. I don't need right. it. And I think they were paying him like a million or two million less than what he wanted as well. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's too many. But the money there the on money the job that I'm getting paid to have a production for. Right. The money portion of it, it ticked me off, but it sure did not tick me off as much as the deal itself. I'm like, Oh really? Is this what we doing? Yeah. Uh I don't understand. And then yeah, to force someone too. Oh, go ahead, Tara. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying, to force someone to. Yeah, that's the part mm-hmm. that gets me. And it's like, how do you take a job knowing that you're grooming somebody to, to take over your job? I mean, it's just mm-hmm. it's opposite at this point. And so you are willing to play the dummy, play the fool, what to make the team, to make the organization look better. And then mm-hmm. why not? Then they they were talking about this on first take. Uh, again, opposite, saying that there might have been an uproar in Lakers Nation for hiring Jason Kidd with all of the controversy that, you know, he's been going or he has gone through in his past. Well, the controversy is still there once you make him the coach after Frank vocally. I mean, just him into yeah. the – on down the road, the, the problem is still not going to go away or the, or the situation. Yeah. So if you want him to be your coach, whether he, you know, was accused of domestic violence or um, – the the DUIs and all that, it's still not going away. It's not like the charges are going to disappear once you come to go. I don't know what you're doing over there in Lake Land. Maurice, what are you doing over there in Lake Land? Talk to me. Hey, Lou, are you back? I'm back. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. We can hear you. Okay. So, I mean, do, do you do you want to, you know, drop a little bucket on your former team, a.k.a. Susie? What do you say? Did I want to drop a bucket on your head? Did you say that? Y'all want to drop a bucket on your head? I said said the Lakers former team. I said, a.k.a. soon to be your present team. But, you know, I'm just waiting on you to touch your Lakers fan again. That's all. Mm, mm, mm. I got a T-shirt ready for you and everything. Just says I'm back. Mm, mm, Wait, mm. my former team was was the Lakers. So you said, why would I want to drop drop a bucket on their head? No, no, no. I'm I'm saying, what are your uh, thoughts? With uh, with uh, the big boy, the King King James and James Kings of all. Mm-hmm. No, with I them hiring With them hiring Would I hire hire coach? Don't they have a new coach? Correct. I'm asking okay, your thoughts. Okay, They hire. <laughs> I was all for y'all about five minutes. I didn't realize. I was wondering what was going on with the phone, so I didn't hear hear the whole oh, okay. conversation. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's what I, I was. I was. I'm hoping you took a nap. I don't know because that you sure not a part of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I, about, I didn't want to be rude. <laughs> I was about to say about to fell off there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I did. The phone just I, I brought her back in, and I thought I thought she had heard that we had um we were talking about Frank Vogel. So yeah, so real quick before we have to jump into a break. So 
you know, the Lakers hired Frank Vogel as their coach. However, he has stipulations with his contract. He, he has to allow the Lakers to hire his staff for him. And one of the members is uh, Jason Kidd, former coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, uh, the reason mm-hmm. that they said they wanted Jason Kidd on the staff is for his developmental skills. Um, you know, like I said, he's okay. with Milwaukee, so he's one of the reasons why, you know, Giannis is blossoming the way he is. Um, and I think was he with the Knicks, I think it was, or it was another another Griffith maybe. But um, mm-hmm. they love the way that he develops new talent. But with that said, they were also talking about the optics of, you know, his DUI and his domestic um, abuse claims and all of that and saying that there might be an uproar with them just hiring him outright as their head coach. So they kind of just want to sneak him on in there. But all of that stuff is still going to be there once they hire him a coach. They're sneaking him undercover, but he's still got a pass. They don't realize it's all going to last. So um, either I think that maybe they can let him come in as a consultant, but, you know, they need to be aware of his of, of what he's capable of doing and what he's been accused of and, and convicted. But uh, it doesn't really matter, you know, to me because the Lakers are not gonna go anywhere. I don't care for the Lakers like that anymore. <laughs> All right, but uh, you know what, I know I got to uh. stick with them Clippers. You got to give it to me what? What? Uh oh, did we lose? Uh-huh. All right, y'all. <laughs> you say you got to give it to me, TJ. What? Technical difficulties, y'all. Sorry about that. I don't know what is wrong with my phone here. Okay, we're back live. Hello, Facebook. No, I said I'm very proud of you. No, I said I'm very proud of you for staying with your Clippers. I really am. Okay. Yeah, y'all think I'm going to move, but, you know, somebody just need to come to us. I hope it's Kawhi and someone else because I kind of like him now. You know, I like his his, Uh. his, his personality, attitude. I like his... his, uh, He's just—he's a, a great player, you know. We can yeah. get one more person over there. Give us that little young kid. I'll take him. <laughs> oh wait, they were talking about Zion. Lakers would have won the lottery pick. Oh my goodness, I might would have had to stop watching. No, I can't even tell that lie. It would have been well, interesting. Well, think about it. Zion and 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 uh, Kawhi with the, with the Clippers, the way the, the boys playing on those no names. If somebody else would come over there and join, because, you know, you just never know. But bring your oh, little yeah. kid on, I mean. Yeah, I was saying if the, if the Lakers had won the lottery, you know, they were in the top uh-huh. four. Once they were doing the, you know, doing the, the lottery, uh, the balls with the names on it, the Lakers had the opportunity to, you know, have the first pick. But I don't know. We'll see. We shall see. All right, ladies, I tell you what, so with that, we are going to go ahead and jump into a quick break. And then on the outside of it, it will be time. It will be time. And Karen? For the baddest lady in the land, when her pen hits that pad, yes, we'll send the lyrics. will be coming up right after the break. So you know what that means. Don't move. I'm we'll be right back after the break. All right.
and some Janet Jackson for you there. This is the birthday girl, 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to your girl, TJ, tonight on LL Sports 2. You know it. I already said it before the break. It is time. It is time. For the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Yes, it is time for Lucinda's lyrics. So you know the question I have for you. Miss Lucinda, what is on tap for us tonight? Oh, the NBA semifinals ended with a bang. The Warriors and Raptors did their thing. And yes, I'm speaking plain. Durant went down in the third quarter of game five with a pass day. That's when Houston should have made it rain and caused the Warriors some pain. Oh, but no. The Warriors prevailed in game five, and in game six, they were very much alive. Their bench scored 33 points, leaving Houston with a massive knotted joint. Curry had zero points in the first half. I thought he forgot that Durant strained his calf. His performance caused Twitter and Facebook to laugh. <laughs> But Curry shut down all those haters' grins, finishing them with 33 points, getting under the rocket skin. The, the Splash Brothers with Clay, 27 points, played like twins. They wanted 118 to 113. When interviewed, Draymond called it amazing. Coach Kerr called it one of the most satisfying. Despite Durant's injury, they were not dying. They vanquished the Rockets and left them crying. Don't forget Kawhi Leonard's bouncing buzzer shot over the 76ers, leaving them distraught. But Kawhi was smiling and thanking God on the spot. What? Hey, Lou, you did that. Oh, thank you, though. I mean, that was good. Poetry in motion right there. She Poetry always do it. <laughs> she always do it up. <laughs> that game, I, girls, girls, I must say, that game, I felt that one. That was the best game I've seen in a while. It was a great what? game. It's all, I mean, you could not have written a script better than game seven of the Raptors in the 76ers. That was, and who was it? Um, I think it was Jalen Rose. Uh, somebody, one of one of the commentators, they were like, "I've never seen a player have enough time to sit down and watch if it's back, if, if the ball was not going back." That's literally how long <laughs> right. it was. Four bounces. <laughs> and he would just, yeah. he would just squat down, right forward to fall, and he knew it was gonna fall yeah. in. Boom. Oh yeah. my God, that was beautiful. That was it. Beautiful. Was, it was I mean, great. I wasn't yeah. not even a Raptors fan, but I was screaming. I was like, "Oh my God!" <laughs> Oh, that was so good. Oh, yeah. Basketball. <laughs> Gotta love this game. I'm telling you. I'm trying to tell you. Gotta it's almost ex- girls, it's almost as exciting as football. Almost. But, I mean, almost. almost. <laughs> it's back up, though. I got to admit, it, you know, I had fell off of basketball for quite a while. Um, you know, like everybody was just team hopping. You know, and you and you can't. Janelle. Uh uh. has not. She's not wavered ever. One day. Thank you. How dare you, Aunt Lou? How dare you? What's Jimmy. going on with Jimmy? Hey, Stella in the house. Thank y'all so much. 
know, I don't care what it is. If it's my if it's my Falcons, if it's my Braves, if it's my Hawks, I could care less if they have not won a game. That's still my team. That's right. Well, I ain't going to say all that now. I want them to win. I mean, you just don't go out there to play just to lose. Now, come on, people. No, what she's not saying ain't Lewis, that her teams are in a perpetual uh, disarray of downward spiralnessness. And even with that, she is loyal. TJ, you asking for it. <laughs> you, you asking for it. You asked for it tonight. I promise you. That's okay, Janelle. We got this. We got this. Coming up. We got it. It was too easy. It was too easy. That was a layup right there, Janelle. That was a layup. I had to take it in for the dunk. No. 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 Yeah, yeah, Janelle. That that was the layup that she was about to slam on. So, but I got your back. I got your back. Okay, no, you don't. You don't. You you never have my back. You have my back facing the edge of a cliff. That's when you usually oh, have this. You ready to just push me right over? Oh, no. Janelle, that was scary. She does have your back. Oh, I thought that was Miss Lucinda. Like, no, I, I thought you thought that was Miss <laughs> You know. It don't ever, Mississippi don't ever have my back. It don't matter what my team is doing. If our if our teams are winning, it, she don't care. She's still getting ready to shove our face in the mud. That's correct. And they won't give you a child to wash your face off. Ain't Lou said someone. Ain't Lou said someone should have your back. That's what I said. I didn't stutter at all. You know what, lady. All right, Mr. Lucinda is in rare form tonight. Okay, her team above. I don't know what's going on. What? I, I, okay. I don't. I don't think y'all realize it was literally eight oh two, and jukebox Judy popped right out of Tina's mouth. She started singing well, immediately. I'm like, uh oh, I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. It's getting ready to be a problem tonight. I'm happy. I have faith that nice. tonight. Of course. You know what I'm saying? All right, ladies. So, hey, um, real quick before we move off of uh, basketball, did you hear the story about Christos Porzingis getting jumped in his native uh, country of Russia? Oh, no. Oh, wow. No. Or Nick Slayer? Yes, um, they're saying that, I mean, it's not funny, but uh, I think when fandomhood goes really wrong, uh, or keeping it real goes bad, but there are some fans in Russia, let me get to the story here, he is, I, you know, I don't know how to pronounce this, but Lepasha Latvia, uh, he was in a nightclub, <clears throat> with his hometown, and there were, I think it was two, hold on, did they say how many? Two or three gentlemen that jumped him and assaulted him outside of the nightclub. A source told ESPN that the Mavericks, um, you know, they are aware of the situation. Um, they, you know, understand the, the, the situation. Um, there is video, of course. You know who has it? CMZ. So uh, you can go to their website uh, because it has gone viral now, and it shows Porzingis with a bloody gash on his head and a torn T-shirt. Um, the source also said that. Hit with an object believed to be a chair. 
um, but he didn't suffer any significant injuries. But he said that he did fight back. And um, on the video, this is where he's trying to get back at, you know, when I say get back at me, and he's, like, struggling, he's tussling with the guys that are trying to hold him back, but he's trying to get get to the people who, who jumped him. But, yeah, they done beat him down. And y'all want to know why? 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 Because he left the Knicks. What? Amen. He left. He left the you know the K N I C K S. Yes, the, the Mavericks left the Knicks. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. That so you know true. that was ordered. That was a set up, and it was ordered. Uh, he probably well, should have bodyguards. Well, it's Russia. I mean, it's huh? not the United States. It's Russia. It's not the United States okay. where they have common sense to know not to you know go after a pro athlete like that. It's Russia. Well, he probably needs some bodyguards. He probably need to come back to the United States. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what that's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. So. And, and, and get some bodyguards because they might have some Russians that come over here and want to blow them <laughs> up or something. You never know. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Like, really? But when I heard the reason, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Shout out to Bruce Miller. It's a lot of Smith in the house. I see you, cousin. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show tonight, y'all. Thank y'all so much. Uh, yeah, talking about Christoph Porzingis, uh, going trying to go home, I guess, get some rest, relaxation. And uh, he got rested all right. Rested right across the head. What is there? Got to be more careful. All right, now. 347 is the number to call to talk to your girl, TJ, tonight and the awesome foursome. All right, ladies, so uh, some football news here. Got some football news and notes I want to go over real quick. We all know that voluntary uh, mini camps are starting up for the rookies. So we're seeing them get out. No pads or anything, just, um, you know, light light workouts or whatever. Um, who was it? Um, Odell Beckham Jr. He has already announced he will be in training camp. I don't know why he felt the need to announce that now, but maybe that's because he hasn't been in training camp when he was with the, with the Giants. I have no idea. But um, he has announced that he will be attending training camp. So a couple news and notes here. Uh, NFL news, there is a free agent, defensive end Deion Jordan. He is facing a 10-game suspension. Uh, this will be his fourth ban of his career for Adderall. Um, guard Andy, is it Levitri? I think it's Levitri. He's retiring after 10 seasons. He played with the Bills and the Titans and the Falcons. Um, for the Indianapolis Colts, they are saying that they will be putting Dwight Freeney, uh, defensive end, former defensive end for the Colts, in their ring of honor this year. I think that's a good uh, good celebration for him. And linebacker Darius Leonard, though, he had ankle surgery. So they're saying that he is rehabbing. He's said to be out six weeks. But this is probably the most surprising news. Oh, real quick, Patriots, um, the judge, um, the, he threw out basically the video in the Robert Kraft case. He says that the search warrant basically was invalid, saying that they did not have the required minimization guidelines. They didn't follow that in obtaining the video for the case against Robert Kraft. So they are um, missing, um, well, they're not allowing the, the video in, um, in its evidence. But what I found, um, I guess, interesting, the Seahawks, they waived not only wide receiver Doug Baldwin, but also uh, linebacker Cam Chancellor. Hey, Lou, your thoughts on? Seems like now all of our boom are no more. It seems like all of what is no more. 
the link in the boom. They bombed oh, out. Well, yeah. They're gone. Yeah, well, you know, I told you, looking up, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, and everything is coming up, roses for Aunt Lou. <laughs> what the yeah. monkey is happening right now? She said, what the monkey? She didn't go. She didn't shoot the monkey, PJ. Did she shoot the monkey? Is he white, black, or gray? <laughs> Not the monkey has different colors. Oh, my goodness. I've heard it all. Let's see. That's all I need to know. <laughs> I have no color. I have no idea what color the monkey is, ain't Lou, but uh, I really don't think it matters. He ain't on the. But anyway, so okay, so I guess you have no thoughts on the, the Legion of Boom finally being dismantled. I guess you say it's well, on set. Yeah, I think it's time for, you know, blossom, and it's time for things to change. You know, you can only suffer so long, you know what I mean? You can only just play so bad. You know, that's why I say there's hope for your, your girls' teams. It really is. There's hope. Just keep hope alive, Jesse Jackson. Keep it alive. Just haven't come well, wait, just hasn't come past yet. Didn't the Seahawks make the playoffs this year? Pardon? Didn't the Seahawks make the playoffs this year? Yes, they did. They did. My bad. Yeah. And, I, the last, and, and I'm just, I'm just saying. No, no, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not being funny. I'm, I'm really being serious. Was okay. last year's show just in the playoffs? I mean, it's not like the, the team totally dropped off the face of earth. Like, my yeah, but, 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 TJ, uh, they, they're going to get better. You know, if you acquire new players and, you know, with more skills and then they can get in there and work together. Because sometimes you just need a fresh new team. But sometimes oh. the old ones, everybody. Everybody have their um, ideas about how things should go instead of just wanting to follow the leader. You got so many people want to be leaders, but nobody want to follow. So if you ain't got no followers, baby, you ain't gonna have no team. Do you understand that? Oh, oh okay. Try to, it's all um, about the Danny Jackson. What have you done for me lately? So it skipped everything that I brought to the team and all of the the the, the expertise and, and and everything that I've done for you and and and, and took you to the promised land. But now you just want to put you know grass green on the other side. You, you just throwing me out like go like there, yes, TJ go there. Okay, all right. So you just want that shiny new thing. Forget about no. I I ain't trying to say get rid of the old and you know bring like in the new. Angel. You know, it's just like out with the old, you know, in with the new. So sometimes the right. old is just so good. Sometimes the old is just so set in their ways they don't want to budge. So sometimes you just gotta <laughs> kick them out or buy them out or do something, take them out to dinner. You know, oh, but funny. it's just you just you sometimes it's just good. Freshness is good. Don't ever despise. You know, I used to have problems with change. You know, like when. And they want to, you know, well, I'm used to doing it this way and blah, blah, blah. But after working with these seventh and eighth graders, girl, it's like uh, I'm not texting like them all the time. But, you know, you know, you just kind of learn to be a little open. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I still think you, you, I think you're talking just a little bit differently. There's nothing wrong with change. I, I, I agree with that. But it's just like, you know, these people have, there's, there's just no loyalty. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm being facetious here because it is, it's, we all know the football is, it's a business. Um, but it's just, yeah, you, you know, you, you they know just throw away the players that have pretty much, you know, left everything literally on the on the field for these teams. And, you know, they just, uh, you know, they can't even get a happy meal it's a, on the way out. So, well, you, you're playing the devil's advocate because it's not that bad, and you know it. But I'm just going to say this. Uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's always good. Change is good. 
and um, we can agree to disagree. Okay. All right. I understand. That's how we did Jerry Rice. I understand. If we can get rid of Jerry Rice, anybody can get rid of anybody. Oh, I totally understand. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk today tonight on LL Sports. All right, here. So the Jets. A little bit more NFL news here. The Jets have fired their GM Mike McGannon, um, and they have now placed first-year head coach Adam Gates uh, in the interim GM and interim GM spot. Hey, that's three times fast. So not only is he the new head coach, having to learn or teach a new system and get acclimated with the players and all of that, and his coaching staff. Now you put him in the interim GM role. That sounds like a formula formula for success to me. Not. Are you being facetious? Oh, okay. Good, good job. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> <laughs> what are they thinking? <laughs> Anybody like to comment on on that that topic there? Um, and clearly they're not. That's the problem. I mean, my goodness, who who thinks to do that? You have a first-year coach, so you, in addition to his, his obligations and duties as being a coach, you want to add on there the interim GM. Maybe because the draft is over, it 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 might not be as bad as what I'm thinking, but you know, generally the GMs are responsible for draft choices and stuff like that. But still, um, I don't know. I just don't see that as being a uh, recipe for success there. But this ended is only for a short time, so we'll just have to see how long short lasts. If it's week 16 and he's still the GM, we might have a problem. All right. Okay, ladies. Now, I wanted to talk about, we don't really talk about the sport a lot, but it's not really about the sport. It's more so about the man behind the sport. Did you guys hear about Tiger Woods and him being sued by a um, former employee's family, and I say former because unfortunately um, the uh, worker died. Um, he was involved in a DUI um, accident. But they're saying the lawyers of the family, um, his name was Nicholas Emmitsberger, um, they alleged that the Woods Jupiter, that's the restaurant that Tiger, owned, Tiger Woods owns with his uh, fiance, um, they're saying that the, that the restaurant stored video evidence of the employee drinking at the bar for three hours to the point of severe intoxication. And then, of course, the the um, worker got behind the wheel, drove, and he died in a fatal crash in December. They're saying that the family is suing the restaurant, owner Tiger Woods, and the general manager, which is um, Erica Herman, his girlfriend, uh, in the wrongful death of Emmitsberger. Blood alcohol read two, I'm sorry, point Two five six. That is more than three times the legal limit in Florida when he lost control, um, suffered fatal injuries December tenth, two thousand eighteen, and he was only twenty four years old. Mm. So, ladies, wow. okay. So, am I allowed to? Am I allowed to ask a question? This is America. I'm not Donald Trump. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nah, not only is she having jokes, I'm going to come and blow your house. Mouth. I can't take it. Um, now, you said he was 24. That means he's over the age of 21, which makes him an adult and able to yeah. make his own decision. So I got a babysit now. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, I so you come back. You come to my restaurant. You come to my restaurant, and now he works I got to be your keeper too. Works there. Doesn't make a difference whether he works there or not. I got to be your keeper. I got to. Oh no, it makes do. a difference. You no, because that means you should be even more responsible if you are at work and you mm-hmm. are getting blown. Uh, Man. Five, six feet to the wind at work. Mm-hmm. Yes. Come on now. They so was he was he money. So was he working? Well, was he, he off duty? Well, he had been working. They said he had been working, and then he stayed later. Well, okay, that's why he was off wanting moving. to let his hair down. You know, and wanted yeah, to relax. Hold on, hold on, y'all. Yeah, like, okay, well, I want to make sure I hear everybody. So, Terry, you go go ahead and go. Okay. And, uh, I mean, like Janelle says, he's over, over 21. You know, he make his own decisions. So, I don't understand where it come in as far as, you know, they want to sue the restaurant because, I mean, and I, I don't know how the restaurant rules are, uh, laws are as far as um, if you're over uh, 21, I know, you you know, you can drink. Um, but is there a cutoff limit that you're supposed to sell your customer? Yes. Now every bar, every bar has that. Yeah. Where so it's a cutoff limit where they're supposed to sell them. But that's still right. But still, if there's a cutoff limit, who's to say that that person, if they stop, they they stop uh, selling to that particular person to this 21 year old, then he can still send someone else to the bar. To buy purchase for him, exactly. So, you know, so I don't see how they can just, you know, they can sue him for that per- the person getting in the car, you know, drinking over the limit, and then getting in the car and driving. Whoever they should have never let the person. He should have had um, what they call it um, the, the what they call the person that don't drink designated driver designated, designated driver. driver. Thank you. Yeah, the designated driver to to drive him if he knew he was going to get that intoxicated. Or call his parents to come pick him up. Uh, yeah, that's very slim, but he would call his parents. He'd probably call a friend or, or, or a sibling or something to come to pick him up before he would his parents. But, you know, I right. I don't see the logic behind it as far as them wanting to sue him. I think it's, it's more to it. Um, I just know what that piece of the puzzle is, but, you know, even if they had a limit, you know, and say, okay, well, we can only sell you so many drinks, he still could have gotten someone else to buy the purchase those drinks for him. The point is, I'm not the babysitter. He he knows his limit. He and he's mm-hmm. off duty. I'm just supposed to tell him, okay, you've had enough. You gotta go. Mm-hmm. And what if you tell him that and he doesn't uh, oblige? What if he decides he want to keep drinking? Unless you're going to get a bouncer and, and just bounce his butt out of there. But uh, people just sue for everything. Now, sue is the sue because it's warranted. You know, like these people getting shot. I don't know if you guys saw this video on the nest. It's, it's a, a black lady got shot by a cop in Texas, and she was telling the last thing she said to him was she was pregnant, and he shot her like three or four times. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all I, saw that or not. Her, um, but is that the one where the woman grabbed the taser and tasered the police? Yeah. 
Yeah, she was grabbed. She was trying to fight him. She should have just stopped all that. But even her grabbing the table, he still didn't have to shoot her. He could have just no, he didn't he have to knock her out. But, but I think that's that's a little problem there. I mean, what, why are you trying to be combative with the with the police officer yeah. taking it and, and tasing him? But she but she yeah, she don't, yeah, but it's just, you know, it's, I don't think it gives you a right. I mean, first of all, you got to tase down the gun. The woman ain't got nothing. She's now on the well, ground, you're beating her up. That's true. I mean, it's that just is. too much. I mean, they, it's just people just feel like they can just do whatever they want because they, they cop. You see, what needs to happen, and I'm going to have to be the, the y'all going to have to bring it, just calm me down. What needs to happen is people need to start shooting back at them or just when they coming up, because I'm fearing my life, I'm just going to shoot you because I know you're going to shoot me. So I better get you first. If we start seeing more of that, I think these people will stop this. Ain't saying do evil for evil, but I say protect your life. That's what I'm going to say. Okay, well, um, we're going we'll, we'll take with that uh, police brutality for another show. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, I just I'm I uh, just in, in wrapping up with the Tiger Woods thing because um, actually it's it's time for us to go. Um, I definitely think that the parents are being a little overzealous in this situation. Um, where is the responsibility of your son to not be? Three times over the legal limit. I mean, come on now. Um, yeah. Should they have stopped serving him? Probably. I mean, somebody should have should have known to, yeah. to say when. But I mean, if he's a bartender, who say he wasn't making his own drinks? I don't know. But whoever was at that bar or whatever, they definitely should not have let him leave. But uh, behind the wheel, somebody should have pulled, you know, taken those keys and called a cab or or done something. But um, I don't know. As we all said, twenty four years old. 21, you're able to, you know, you're legally able to drink, and you're you're a grown man. So, unfortunately, mm-hmm. you won't have the opportunity to make any more decisions, but um, to try to sue, I, I don't know. If it was Tiger Flood, would you, would you be trying to sue? So I don't know. Maybe just with the Tiger Woods. But you do have to, you know, I feel bad for the family that they had to lose their son. All right. Yeah. All right. And with that, it's a wrap. Time for your shout out. So, Janelle, we're gonna let you go first. You, you've been gone for you've been gone for so long. MIA. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> oh, trust me, I was not MIA. <laughs> no. Um. I I don't have any shout outs, but I just want to tell you, ladies, that I missed you so much, and I thank you so much for thinking about me, even though I wasn't here. And um. To Tina and Miss Lucinda, um, when I talk to you guys next Wednesday, there will be no Google juice allowed before the show. You understand me? None. No what? No what? No what? No Google juice because apparently, yes, apparently that's what y'all was drinking before the show started. Jukebox Judy, knock it off. Hey, that was another layup, Janelle. Go ahead. Carrie, shout out. Ladies, it, it is awesome. It is awesome. And 
good to be back with you all. We all here together. And Miss Lucinda and um, Tina, y'all are off the chain tonight. And I'm with uh, Janelle. Don't y'all drink any woo-woo, hoo-hoo, woo-woo juice, or whatever it is y'all drinking before the show. <laughs> but it's always, on Wednesday, it's truly a hump day for me. And I look forward to the 8 o'clock hour. I was, um, I had uh, text. Yes, I really do. That's my relax. This is my relaxed time. And I was leaving a baseball game with my grandson. And I text Tina to say, okay, I'll be there a little short short minutes after the hour. So as I was coming, I, I pulled in and I went ahead and logged on. And Miss um, Lucindy, your lyrics are always, you know, the bomb for me. I just love your lyrics. Um, and Janelle, we missed you so dearly last week and the week before. Yeah. And glad you are back. And glad you are back. And Miss Lucinda, you great. Miss Lucinda, you said that week last week that it takes a lot to make up those hours, those two hours to find to talk about. I think you could have handled the show by yourself tonight. <laughs> Hey, Lou, 
I'm, y'all know I'm just a little sensitive and I wear my feelings on my sleeve, but I'm a bounce back. I'll bounce back. But uh, but no, you know I love you. I, I know you do. But uh, I just love you. You love your girls and y'all getting tougher about a second, and that's my prayer that y'all get tougher about a second because I'm gonna make you tough. But uh, you just keep on doing what you're doing. Keep on saying. Just keep on saying whatever you want to say. Just be TJ because I, I know more. Just more stuff got to come up out of you. I'm just, and I just want to say that I'm I'm so proud to be a a part of this establishment. Thank you so much, ladies. I love you all. Thank you so much. And we will be back next Wednesday night, same back time, same back space. Until next time, then y'all be blessed. All right. Goodbye, ladies. Bye, ladies. I'm Bye. Bye. Everyone. Uh oh. Here we go. Here we go. Three four seven eight six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to T J tonight. And that was the awesome foursome in the house. Okay. We how this goes. Now we're having technical difficulties. I'm telling you, this is this how it's gonna go tonight, but we're gonna be all right. Well let's go ahead and there's some Wednesday Wikipedia. Yes, I'll say 1941, Joe DiMaggio, he began his Major League Baseball hitting streak of 56 games, and they said that streak ended on July 17th. All right, so that's your Wednesday Wikipedia. I'm trying to get because I don't think I'll be able to do my music tonight, y'all. Oh, well. Okay, so that's going to do it for tonight's show. Again, whether you listen 20 minutes, two hours, one hour, I truly, truly appreciate the support more than you will ever know. All right. Um, Birthdays this week that were featured tonight, JJ, Janet Jackson, she will be celebrating her birthday on May 16th. So shout out to her. That's the um, breaks tonight with Janet Jackson, in case you know, one of my favorites. All-time favorite. And then happy birthdays to Emmett Smith, who turns 50, and Ray Lewis, who has a birthday today turning 44. All right. Let's see how we're going to be able to work this. I think. No. Here we go. Technical difficulties, but, you know, we're going to make it through. All right. So, of course, I want to shout out to main fan, my main fan, Mr. Silicon Valley himself, Marlon. <laughs> shout out to him. Shout out to Ronbo of Ronbo Sports. Shout out to Marvin and Harold Chambers. Of course, shout out to Stephanie, Shanisa, Morgan, Mara, Didi, Jackie, and Brianna. Um, and as Aunt Lou said, definitely want to give a happy birthday shout out to James Brown. And then I want to give a happy birthday shout out to one of my best friends, my homeboy, Carnell uh, Robinson, a.k.a. Big Daddy. He celebrates his birthday on um, Saturday, the 18th. So shout out to him. Um, definitely, uh, please, again, keep my family in your prayers. Uh, my cousins, Sheila, Kim, Michelle, Barry, and Corey, as they will be laying to rest their mother um, this coming Saturday. So please uh, make sure to keep my family in your prayers. Ain't Lou for bringing the strength once again with Lou Sanders' lyrics. If you missed, you missed a doozy tonight. So make sure to catch that on the podcast or catch it on Facebook Live. All right, the recording. Of course, shout out again to having the awesome foursome back in the house once again. It was so great to have all the ladies back. And, yes, Terry did um, text me, and I was just like, I just feel, um, y'all just don't know how much it warms my heart. Uh, Terry and Janelle and, and Lou ain't never texted me because she has never missed a show. So I must say, I, I'm telling you, that's why I love my auntie. But when the ladies, when they're running late or when they can't make it, you know, they're always sending me a quick text or letting me, and that just really, um, just the fact that you 
take the show so seriously that you're willing to just let me know and stuff like that. Um, you don't have to, and I truly, truly appreciate just all of y'all's efforts. I can't say it enough. So thank you, ladies. I love y'all. Of course, shout-out to my daddy, Lawrence Jackson, to my brother, D'Angelo Jackson. Shout-out to Heather Lynn. I see you, Miss Rock. Thank you so much for tuning in. Shout-out to my daddy and my brother, D'Angelo Jackson. Um, Shout-out to them. I love them dearly. And, of course, last but by no means least, to my mom, Miss Denise Green, just for the rock that she is for me, uh, for LL Sports 2, just for what you do, um, just in your everyday life, Essie. Um, I know it is uh, sometimes it's, it's a rat race out there. And, uh, you know, she always keeps her head up, keeps a smile on her face. And um, But the most important thing is regardless of whatever she's going through, she's always there for me. It does not go unnoticed and it does not go unappreciated. I love you, Essie. All right, y'all, so that is going to do it for tonight. We will be back next Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to reach us. You already know. 347-8-7924 or log on to blogtalkradio.com forward slash LL Sports 2. Or, you already know, Tina D. Jackson, Facebook Live. All right, y'all, so I'm trying to put this on mute because I hear echo, but let's see if we can do this. I don't have any music for tonight. All right, y'all. So we have to get through this the best way we can. No music. Reginald Green, shout out to you. All right, y'all. So it's time for only one more thing. TJ's motivation. So I'm going to ask you a question. It's just for you. So you don't have to answer out loud or share it with anyone. But it's a reflective question just for yourself. Can you name three people that if you were at your lowest point, if you're stuck between a rock, forget about a hard place, there was no place, or if you've just exhausted all possibilities, are there at least three people you think you could turn to? What about two people you could count on? At least one you could depend on? See, it doesn't matter if it's a family member, close friend, coworker, whomever, but whoever it is, would they be there for you in your time of need? Now, let me be the first to say you never want to be in the position to where you have to find out. But sometimes it's just situations that you just didn't prepare for. Death of a loved one, loss of employment, divorce, health issues, or what have you. And where you once sat comfortably at your steering wheel of life, you now find yourself behind a wheel that is immobile. But who would be there for you? Or the better question, would anybody be there for you? This is not an indictment on who you surround yourself with or should you rethink who is in your circle. No, this is an indictment on your character. At your core, who are you and who have you been there for? Either to ease the burden, help through a storm, been a guide through the wilderness, or the shoes through the valley. You see, because what goes around comes back around. Whatever it is that you project out and towards others is surely what shall return upon and to you. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. There are two types of people in this world, the givers and the takers. Now, you can't always be giving, and you should not always be taking. Yes, we all have a dominant characteristic, but at our core, we should all strive to be balanced between both. So if you ask yourself that question and you couldn't even think of one person that you know, without a shadow of a doubt, no questions, no excuses that would have your back and willing to offer a helping hand, It's time to take inventory. 
that requires some immediate self-reflection. You have to take an honest look in the mirror and determine how can you be a better person. And most importantly, decide what you want, I'm sorry, that you want to be a better person. God can change anyone with a willing heart to change. Now, I'm not saying they're going to be doing cartwheels and it's just going to be an open-ended invitation, but they would rather help you than to see you hurting, and that speaks volumes. Besides, ask yourself this. God forbid if you died today, would the thought of your memory spark feelings of a broken heart or an afterthought? Only you can determine the legacy you leave behind. I'm TJ, and that's my motivational moment. Enjoy the rest of your week. Have a wonderful weekend, and until next time, be good to others, be good to yourself, and most of all, y'all be blessed. Bye-bye. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.